What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to Down to the Wire. I'm Brian Costa. And today, guys, we have a fantastic episode in store for you guys. Uh, my oh my, can I tell you guys when we let me just be let me just be straight up with you guys for the past couple of weeks over here in the Koffler Center, Tyler and I and, you know, many of the other guests that I've had have been trying to kind of scramble along and find different topics to talk about here and there. I've kind of been pulling at strings, trying to find little headlines kind of in the weeds and, you know, making little things happen. For the most part, we was we were basically running on one giant storyline and hoping for the best. But my oh my, has this week been absolutely insane for the world of sports. And Tyler, I I figured it was only fitting that with so many stories to talk about today that we bring in a we bring in a guest to talk today. So first of all, welcome to the show. He's a WJMF he's a WJMF radio host himself. Please welcome to the show, Drew Chelly. Drew, how you doing today, man? Thanks, Brian, I appreciate you guys having you having me on. And you know, like you just mentioned, a lot going on in sports these days. And I'm excited to be in here with you guys. I know you guys always put on a good show, and I'm glad that I was able to at least get one chance to be on at the semester. Absolutely, Drew. So first of all, I'll let you kind of explain maybe your your personal show at first, and you know what you kind of do here at WJMF, and then we'll get right into the swing of things. Yeah. So I host a weekly, pretty much NFL talk show, uh, at least up until the start of the NBA season, called Chelly vs. Chelly. I host with my cousin Alec, and it kind of follows the first take ESPN debate style. Nice. It's a lot of back and forth. And then in addition to that, I do some broadcasting on WJMF uh, for men's basketball and for football. So absolutely yeah, pretty involved here. And you know, whenever anyone, you know, like to have me on, I'm I'm always as willing to do that. And excited to be here. Absolutely, Drew. I mean, I, I was glad enough to, you know, meet you and become and become, you know, more acquainted with you this year through our podcasting class with Mike Montecalvo. That's become a great class where, you know, I met I Ty- love that man. Oh, it's been an amazing course so far. I love love the course. But first of all, guys, the before we really get into anything, the big story that I do want to talk about tonight and, you know, one of the one of the, you know, before we get into, you know, you know, a lot of the larger stories, I, there was some sad news that came out over the weekend and that was uh, Red Sox play. That was, it was a Red Sox color commentator and long and longstanding Ness and host and former Red Sox player, Jerry Remy died at the age of 68 on Sunday. Very sad news. It was, you know, it was very sad to see uh, obviously rest in peace to him. Uh, best, you know, I'll, I'm sending my best wishes to his family. That was some sad news to see you guys. Yeah, it was it was extremely sad to see, and I actually I, I went to his restaurant. Oh, once, really? When I I got like um like a gift card when I got when I won tickets to one of the Red Sox games. Okay, and let me tell you, it was delicious. <laughs> but it's just it's just sad to see because when you when you like watch a Red Sox game, what voice do you associate a Red Sox game with? Yeah, Jerry Remy's. Absolutely, it's it's crazy. It's like it's just gonna be so weird when you when you're not hearing him anymore. Yeah, it, it was definitely me personally, I think it's gonna be strange. Yeah, it was definitely very sad, especially based on the fact that, you know, we grew up watching, you know, Red Sox games for many years. And I grew up hearing the voice of Don Orsillo and Jerry Remy and hearing those guys just on every single night. And Jerry Remy was just always I always associate him as a member of the Boston Red Sox before yeah. I even knew that he played with them, you know, before I was born. I always just thought of him as a as a, you know, true like as a absolutely true Red Sox like a guy. Part of the team itself. Exactly. You know, like he's he, part of it. He was he was Ness and he was the Red Sox and frankly man I'm I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. What about yourself? I think you both hit it right on the head there. I mean, pretty much. You know, I'm 21 years old, so I've pretty much been watching Sox games. You know, being a fan since I was young, three four years old, and the one person who's kind of been there every season from 2004 to 2021, uh, player manager, just you know, voice was Jerry Remy. Everyone else has come and gone yeah. in the last 21 uh, 20 years. Uh, he hasn't, I mean, you know, there have been times, you know, he was sick and had to step away, but you know, he always came back. And I think we all knew one of these times, you know, one of these times that, you know, he wasn't going to be able to, to pull through, you know, one Mm. last time. And, you know, we had a little bit of hope at the wild card game when he came out and threw the first pitch. That was awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of the last time a lot of us saw him and I think, you know, that gave us hope that he was going to pull through this one too. And, you know, unfortunately, because I mean, he always, he always did always did, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, cancer is one of those things that absolutely you can only win that battle so many times and it's so tough for him to go through that i think Terrible his seventh time it was thir- diagnosed he had with been, cancer he had been he had been going through it for 13 years yeah, there are people that would have given up a long time ago yeah the, Jer- heart, the heart on the, on that man though to go through it that many times and but I, his body just gave up he couldn't take it anymore 
It's it's terrible to see. Yeah, no, it was it was awful. I mean, obviously, rest in peace to him. And you know, Drew, you know, you know, Drew, you ended up mentioning him being like you associating him with him as a member of the team, like from like 2004 and on. Jerry Remy was a was the color commentator with the Red Sox since 1988. Which even even I, I mean, when I when I first heard that, like that was shocking news to me because I I don't know when when I associate things with the Red Sox, I didn't even think of things you know before the curse and even before I was born. Jerry Remy was just a part of this was a part of Red Sox nation for so many generations and so many decades. I mean, going back to his, obviously going back to his playing days was an all-star in 78 and then going forth all the way into his broadcast career, which he said was the best decision of his life to take the TV job. Obviously an amazing man, an amazing career. And obviously we're all going to miss him very, very dearly here in Red Sox nation. 1988. Yeah, seventy. It's seventy. Well, it's, seventy-eight was when he made he played. Yeah, he's been yeah, with yeah, the organization. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's crazy to think because I, like you just mentioned, because I'm only like twenty-one years old. It's crazy to think of like, I don't, I don't know anything above <laughs> like two thousand four for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's two thousand four. Then there's a gap, and then there's oh, there's Ted Williams. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. that, like that's <laughs> pretty it. much yeah, <laughs> like forty-year gap that you just kind of don't even like. That's that's such a long time and. To, He's the he's the face of or the, the voice of the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. He's just a big piece that's gone. No, he's a huge piece. And I mean, he's going to be missed dearly. But but I think there is some big news that in baseball that we obviously need to get to as well. And that was that the Atlanta Braves last night, America's team did Finally. did their work and took home the World Series. Finally. I was so happy to see this, boys. Listen, when I saw Atlanta go up 3-1 and Houston won that for Houston won, oh, won that game in Atlanta. It just seemed like it just seemed like history was about to yeah. repeat itself. Atlanta was going to blow yet another lead. I saw I saw Braves fans on like TikTok and Twitter saying uh, they were basically saying, "Oh, this is going to really hurt." <laughs> they were already this one's going to sting. They were bracing for it, and I frankly I was too. It looked like all the momentum was going back to Houston. They're going back into their stadium. That all their players are going to be able to cheat and use whatever trash can banging, uh, you know, foreign whistling, substance, foreign yeah, substance, whistling know. all that they can in their home stadium. And it seemed like everything was going to go their way. But like Houston the stars were lining up for Houston to win. Oh, my, well, not, not just the stars. Everything was lining up for them to win. I mean, you know, essentially with everything you have going back in there, it all looked like it was going to go, go Houston's way. But Atlanta ended up shocking us all. And they went out there and they put seven on the on the Astros and shut them down winning the chip, which frankly for all they went through this year is incredible. You know, they lost, they ended up losing Ronald Acuna in the middle of the season. They lost Marcelo Zuna. They lost, they lost Mike Soroka to a torn Achilles. He played. Yeah. He's been gone for two years. Exactly. And and he was supposed to be their ace this year. Yeah. I mean, on top of what they have. Ronald Acuna is one of the brightest stars in the MLB today. Yeah. To, to lose somebody like that is it should just, be a death sentence. It, it, it is. And I can guarantee you when that happened, everybody was like, oh, the Braves are done. They don't have Ronald Acuna. But yeah. no, they just shocked everybody. Absolutely. They, I think I read today they had a 0.3% chance or something like in that. July. Yeah. Yeah. In July. In July to a, win the World Series. When Acuna went down, you know, they weren't even playing well with him, although he no. was performing at a very high level. They were, you know, they couldn't get out of this middle of the road. It was like the effects of, you know, losing last year to the Dodgers. They, they couldn't yeah. shake it. And when Acuna went down, I was like, you know what? This just isn't their year. And you, you mentioned it, Brian. You had already lost Ozuna to the domestic violence thing. Soroka continued. He can't get that Achilles injury, you know, can't get mm-hmm. back on the mound. And, you know, you give the Braves – I think the front office deserves a ton of that credit. You know, they, they didn't give up on the season. No, they, they didn't. said, all right, we're in the NL East. It's a wide-open division. <laughs> let's just get to the playoffs and, and hopefully from there things just go our way. And, you know, they, they added when many people would have subtracted. Exactly. They, they went out and they got guys, they got Jorge Soler. They got Eddie Rosario. They went out and got Jock Peterson. I mean, yeah, back-to-back chance yeah, for him. Duvall, yeah. Another key. Adam piece. Duvall. Absolutely. And I remember seeing the Braves make all these moves and I'm, and part of me was, was just going, what are these guys doing? And, you know, frankly, even looking back on it now, it did seem like it still seems like a foolish thing to do when, you know, your star player goes down, you're trying to make all these moves. It seems like a bit of desperation, but with a lot of it, but with a lot of their players looming towards free agency, the Braves probably saw it as a now or never situation and jumped on it. And it ended up and it ended up working out great for them. And listen, analytics maybe wouldn't have said to go for it. They would have maybe analytics would have said to pack it in and just hope for next year. And, you know, you know, middle around with some of your draft picks. But Atlanta said, no, 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 we're going to go for this thing. And it paid out. And, you know, good for them. Did you see 
the MVP. It's, it's Jorge. How do you say that? Soler. Soler. Yeah. Soler. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you see his 440. Six foot. Yeah, that was he cleared. He cleared the stadium. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> yeah, no, I, ball it, hit it, up there, and, and like since Pujols did it like 15, 16 years ago. No, I mean, you know, hits the ball shot. that high. It was disgusting. I mean, to see, to see. I mean, there were images of him in batting practice before the series started, where he was absolutely raking oh, he the ball. Does that just you know? Yeah, I mean, when he only, I think in twenty nineteen for Kansas City, he had. He had 48, 48 home runs. So, I mean, he, yeah, he led the league in home runs. His average wasn't as great, but you know, he's, he's really come along as a player. He was one of those guys. He actually came up in the Cubs system. He actually won a ring with the Cubs in 2016. He was supposed to be, he was actually supposed to be one of the marquee players along with Baez and with Bryant. He kind of eventually fell by the wayside and just fell out of favor with them, but he's really, he's really brought it along right now. He's been a star with them. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, you come on and win World Series MVP. That's all you need. I think he had three homers in the series. Uh, he had the go ahead homer in game four, or, you know, I think it was game four. Yeah. And then the go ahead homer in game six. I mean, exactly. he did that twice and one, and he let off game one with the home run. So, I mean, three or four games, his home run gave them a lead that they did not relinquish. No, they didn't. You only got to win four games. You exactly. Do that three times, you're going to win World Series MVP. No, it was awesome. Well, unless I, your I, name is Atlanta. <laughs> Fair you enough. Never know. So you never know. You never know. You never know. I saw another thing too, and it said that Atlanta was the first team to ever have the LCS MVP and the World Series MVP be, be players that were brought in in deadline acquisitions. Who was the? Was it Rosario? It was, the it was, it was Eddie Rosario. Yeah. Wow. So Atlanta completely just said, you know what? F it. We're going to go for it because I, I believe Freddie Freeman's a free agent he this is. year. So, he, so I, I think Atlanta just, finally got his ring. Exactly. And I think, I think Atlanta, Atlanta just said, listen, if we don't give Freddie something, he, he what are the odds he's going to come back here? We got to go he's for hate it. Atlanta. No, exactly. Let alone. And no, he'll always love Atlanta. Yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's like, he'll hold a grudge. He he'll was, hold a grudge. He was that one piece of like that you know, 2010 to 2013 core that they didn't move on from mm-hmm. where they had the Uptons and Kimbrel, you know, when they were winning and the Jason NLEs. Hayward, those guys, he was the only one that didn't leave. Yeah. And he's the only one who stayed through the rebuild and it's worth it at this point. Yeah, He, he finally the- got his ring. I- I'm so glad for him. He's just always, I've always loved him as a baseball player. I also, I also love the fact that like him and like him and his kid have like such a great relationship. Like, I, I don't know if you if you ever see the pictures of, of him and his wife and like Charlie on the field with each other, it's actually, it's like ropes. You ever seen him take BP? Oh my God. He's disgusting. Watch out. Oh my God. I, you, you're, you're talking about Charlie, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, his kid. Yeah. No, his, kid, his kids grow. Oh yeah. And just rockets. He's no, like three. Oh, it's actually disgusting. I mean, he's out. I, I see him at these press conferences. He's, he's wearing like Javanchi pants. I'm like, God damn. Like this kid is more dripped out than I'll ever be in my life. That's crazy. Oh uh, no, it's, it's, it's insane. But you know, to, to, to say that, to say that injuries weren't going to be enough. I mean, they faced so many in the regular season, but then they ended up, but then they get to the playoffs and to top it all off, the guy who became their number one, pretty much throughout the year, Charlie Morton goes into game one of the world series and takes a ball off his ankle and absolutely shatters, shatters his leg proceeds to throw. I believe it was like 16 more pitches on yeah, it 16. and, and struck out and struck out two battery batters and had, and had another one line out. And it, it, it was just like, nothing is falling into place for these guys. It seemed like nothing was going their way. And the fact that they were able to pull it off is incredible. kind of, it's like at the time, I thought that was just like another blow for Atlanta to not, you know, like this is another blow. Like what, how much worse can it get? Yeah. Like looking at it now, it was kind of like, that. that's just something that like sparked. This it's just team, who I they think. were. It's just, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase it because it's like you, it, it was so magical. Like he broke his leg, but then he kept pitching and he struck two people. Yeah. Off. That's impressive. It's just like you knew something special was going to happen. I'm trying to remember like, the name of that Bruins player that that like hit, Camp, Greg Campbell. Yeah, he, he, took it, the, it, he was on the penalty kill. He took the slap shot off the leg and finished his shift because he couldn't like they he didn't want to you know leave the ice and yeah he was going to take him too long to get to the bench to get someone <laughs> so he just skated around and stood on a shattered leg, on a broken leg. I mean yeah. that's kind of what that reminded me of, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Reminded me of Matthew Stafford, his rookie year. <laughs> yeah, he, collarbone. Um, yeah, it was a collarbone or something in his in his um non-throwing shoulder. Yeah. But and in he stayed in the game through a game winning touchdown pass. Yeah. Like that's insane. And I mean, for Charlie Morton to do that too, Charlie Morton isn't a spring chicken in terms of in terms of athlete status anymore. He's 37. I mean he he's up there, he's up yeah. there in terms of in terms of athlete it's age amazing now. Amazing to think because like 
you see he's pretty much come on the last four or five years. So yeah. You wouldn't assume it took him until 33 to become <laughs> really good. Yeah. But yeah, I think in 2017, when, his, when he was with uh, the Astros, was when he kind of burst onto the scene. And since then, he's been one of the top <clears> guys. Hint, hint, yeah. He was kind of that missing piece to the rotation that the Braves didn't have last year. Yeah. And I thought that was going to, when he went down, I was like, okay, that's going to be their downfall this year. They don't have enough left, you know, to get through the Astros. But, you know, give those other two guys, Freed and Anderson, a ton of credit. They each stepped it up when they had to. Absolutely. It was an incredible series. I'm going to miss baseball season going forward. It's going to, it's going to be a long off season. I'm not enjoying it as a baseball fan. It's my number one sport. Uh, it's going to be a long, long off season with uh, no baseball, but the good thing is when, when baseball season does end, the NFL season is still going for a is still going for a good portion of time. We're not in that, we're not in that period of time yet where it's the Super Bowl ends and it's like that kind of gray period between the Super Bowl and the start of MLB spring training. That's like, in my opinion, that's the worst time in all yeah, of sports. Until March Madness. Yeah, until like March six Madness. Week period of just like bro, of just got the NBA happening. The regular season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're, no, you're I'm all about it. You're you're drawing it. You're drawing at strings at that you point. Are. You're you're yeah. really pulling for anything in that in any storyline. Seeing the NBA is pretty. It's turned out to be pretty cool so far. It has, in my opinion, just because like they know foul calls. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, James Harden. It's way better. Oh, I love I mean, that. So much. The game is faster. Feels like speed's a little, a little bit faster. No, not as many foul calls. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I love that James Harden is getting screwed over by foul and, calls now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Young, Young oh, um, They're all getting screwed. Something cool. I don't know if it was true or not, but it was like something about Giannis like pointing at the camera and I was like, who has no talent now? <laughs> because he like chirped out Giannis and was like, if I was seven foot and you know <laughs> that fast, I'd put up 30 points a game too. But oh, now who doesn't get any foul calls and yeah. who isn't putting up 40 points a game? Yeah. Who's putting up like who's averaging like what 15 points a game yeah, right now? Uh, yeah. Pretty whole new ball game out there. It's pretty exactly. disastrous. I, I I love that call. I mean, you know, not planning to talk on NBA, but I absolutely love that that new call in yeah. the NBA. Uh additionally though. What I going into the NFL, which I which I was hinting at previously, there are there were some pretty crazy headlines coming out today. Obviously, oh, yeah. are there? Uh, yeah, no, I can't even describe all the craziness that's gone through so far. But obviously, the one of the biggest headlines that came out today, there were two of them. All the first one, obviously, is that Aaron Rodgers is going to be out this Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs as he is now tested positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah, which you know. Listen, a lot. This has happened to a bunch of guys. A bunch of marquee players have missed have missed time in the NFL due to due to testing positive for Saquon COVID. Barkley tested positive today. Exactly. D- Devontae Adams missed time just just I think last week. Yeah. It's happened to a bunch of players, and you know I I'm I'm not the type of show that that not the type of show that you know where I talk about people whether they should or should not be vaccinated and do stuff like that. But I can at least say when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, one of the big stories stories that came out about it is that. Aaron Rodgers apparently lied about his vaccination status, and now it's coming out that he's unvaccinated, and this, there's a whole debacle going down right now. Yeah, it was like this. He was receiving some sort of like Hol- holistic therapies yeah, from his doctor. I don't doctor. know what it is, but you're either vaccinated or you're not. Yeah. There shouldn't be a gray area. You either have the vaccine or you don't have it. Yeah, no. Clearly, so, Aaron Rodgers has not gotten the vaccine. Yeah, and again, what whether you want to get it or not, I, that's not what I do on this show, but don't lie. Like that's the worst thing you can possibly do. It's like having a forged vaccine card. It's like when Evander Kane was, was discovered having a forged vaccine card, trying to get across borders to play in the NHL. I was like, this guy's an idiot. And frankly, the same thing goes for Aaron Rodgers. When, when it could have been one thing, if, if it came out at the beginning of the season and he, and he said, Oh, I want to see if I could, you know, get around, get around with this gray area and see if this applies. But the NFL, I, I was either the NFL or the NFLPA came back to him and said, and said, yeah, no, we're not allowing you to do this. You'll, you'll be labeled as unvaccinated. At that point, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Packers who has so much responsibility to stay on the field for his team. Sh- should, should, have, should have said, okay, if that's what it's com- going to come down to, I should probably get vaccinated so I don't miss time and and what you and what you've basically labeled as your last dance. Let alone just his team. He's probably, he's one of the faces in the NFL. Oh, yeah. That, this is just a huge, like, spectacle for the NFL itself. This is probably, this is, I can guarantee, because, like, my mom heard about this. Oh yeah, and th- because and she doesn't follow sports that closely mm. because and she only heard about it because it's Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. It's gar- guaranteed it's on most news outlets right now, and it's oh, a yeah. huge story. No, it's in- it's insane. I think it's a bad look on the. It's probably going to be a bad look on the NFL. Yeah, it's it's not or even it's not going to be a good look. No, it's it's just a bad look. You know, obviously Green Bay is having COVID issues. You know, Lazard. <laughs> 
and it's not that it's the part that in the end yeah i know you don't want to go into the whole vaccine unvaccinated yeah, yeah. opinionated but they're not vaccinated exactly Lazard wasn't vaccinated no, um rogers isn't vaccinated the only one that was vaccinated you know it's kind of in common is, is adam yeah he clearly had it because they'd let him play if he you know threw a, a negative test in there but, exactly yeah i mean rogers at the end of the day you're the leader of that team. Uh, you, you should you be either... doing. You should be doing anything you can to stay, to on, stay the on the field at team, that point. Absolutely. Like it's, it's not like you're the backup. It's not like you're trying. Like you're some fringe guy that's trying to make a stand. Like you are like the face of the franchise. You should be trying to stay on the field no matter what. Like, oh, yeah. like you've got. I mean, like we've been seeing it go into this entire season. Aaron Rodgers has been posting the clips of the, the clips of him and Devontae Adams being like Michael Jordan and Scott, Scotty Pippen going on their last dance. They got Randall Cobb back. He was saying that he wants to be like Ron Harper and do all that stuff. It's like, Aaron, if that's, if that's your whole prerogative and you want it to be your last dance, stay on the field. Cause guess what? Michael Jordan stayed on the court. Yeah. And he showed if they proved it last Thursday night, as long as they have Aaron Rodgers on the field, it doesn't matter who else is out there with no. them. They can beat anybody. Yeah. If he ain't on the field, I mean, yeah, I don't even know who they're playing this. Oh, Kansas city. Yeah. If they ain't beating Kansas. I don't even care how bad Kansas city looks. They're not beating Kansas city on the road without Aaron Rodgers. There. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers seems like he's turning into a diva. <laughs> turning let's be, into, let's he's, be real. Yeah. He's, he's been, been a bad diva. one, but he's like, I, I, he wasn't as like, like a prominent diva is like OBJ is. OBJ is oh, ridiculous. Don't get me started. But mean, he's always Aaron, he's always Rogers, had an element to it. It's him, just though. like there's so many things about Aaron Rodgers coming out lately, and I think just this just adds to the list of another reason why I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron's always had a diva element to him, though. There's been the whole situation with his family, the situation with Danica Patrick, the <laughs> yeah, this no. past off season. Yeah, this past off season was ridiculous. I mean, re. The, the Jeopardy experiment, everything that he was he doing. He was good on that. Oh, no, he was actually pretty good on that. I'll, I'll give you that. But he's been doing, like, every single little thing this offseason. And I, he hasn't been getting, you know, ne- criticized criticized for it nearly as much as other players would. I, it's, he, he's just been ridiculous so far. And I, I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know if, I don't know if the Packers, I mean, this could be a reason why the Packers are, are just saying, listen, we just want to move on. And just, like, even if we take a step back as an organization, we'd be willing to do so if we can build ourselves for the future. It's like, will they move on just because they don't want to deal with any of the drama anymore? Exactly. But listen, there are some players where you can deal with the drama because you know what the results are going to be. LeBron James doesn't exactly bring, doesn't bring all the negative drama that, that could drag down a franchise, but he bring, but he can be a dramatic guy, but you, but you understand that and, and can say, listen, while LeBron can have, can say certain things and can spark up certain arguments at the end of the day, we know he's LeBron James and can get the job done for us later going down the stretch. When it goes to Aaron Rodgers, who hasn't won in over 10 years at this point, you got to question what, it, what what's going to be really able to be done. The Packers, while they made some decent moves in the offseason, they didn't they didn't go out, they didn't go out and get like and get marquee guys get that the Patriots got. They didn't make all these insane moves tr- trying to say, you know what? They didn't make a splash. Yeah, they, they they didn't acknowledge, oh, it's Aaron's last dance. So we should go out and and, and do something that recognizes that. They kind of stuck by their stuck by their guns and had a very typical Green Bay Packers offseason. Which is nothing. Yeah. Well, That's a typical Green Bay Packers it's, off uh, offseason. It's, it's nothing. I don't even think doing nothing's the right, you know, the Packers are in a situation where like if they went all in to try to win this year, yeah, it's like, you still probably aren't going to end up winning it anyways. So how much of the future do you want to mortgage to maybe win a Super Bowl in his last year? Like, it's, is it really worth giving up too much? I, I don't think it is. I think they're clearly comfortable with Jordan Love being the guy of the future, although, you know, he hasn't, oh I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't had a chance to show that yet. He will this week. Yeah. They, they clearly think he's going to be a suitable replacement, obviously not at the same level, but they're, they're not going to mortgage his future as the quarterback just to try to go out and win this year in what's a clearly loaded up NFC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got two, I, two teams for sure that are going to win now and that's the bucks and the Rams. The Rams are going all in and the bucks were going all in once they signed Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And they're still all in. They're exactly. trying to win as many championships as they can, riding out Tom Brady till he till he retires. 
And yeah, and I can guarantee you the Rams are trying to do the same thing. Absolutely. As they just traded yeah, for Von Miller. No picks left. Huge trade. Yeah, they got yeah, they got I thought like you, two, you didn't even they got one, two, one or two picks left. Two, in the draft. Second and a third they gave up. So they don't have a first, second, or third next year. <laughs> it's like draft day from from uh the Kevin Costner. Yeah, he trades Kevin all Costner. the draft picks. He trades all the draft that. picks and then, and then somehow mere, he got them all back. He got okay, them all that back. That movie was awesome. That, yeah, that movie was pretty cool. That movie's fun, but like so unrealistic. That's never happened. Yeah, that's Sean McVay clearly does not value draft picks at we'll all. We'll get into the, like the, the full trade deadline stuff in a bit. But, but is it Sean McVay? It is. It is because they weren't doing this stuff before he got there. No. Sean McVay is pulling the strings. But he, he's not operation. the GM, right? It's like I know, like obviously Belichick's the GM. Yeah, but yeah, but LeBron isn't the GM either. Yeah. Yes, he is. I, let me tell you yes, something. Yes, he is. Let me well, you know you. what I'm saying. Don't let me, you? Yes, yes. No. I know what you're let saying. Me, the, with, with some, I don't know if these moves and trading all these draft picks, none of it gets cleared without Sean McVay's permission. Oh, yeah. His last thing you want is your coach not happy with management. Sean McVay clearly values the, you know, the proven talent than the future of draft picks. And let me mm -hmm. me just say, I love watching the Rams, though. If the if the Patriots aren't in the playoffs, I'm going. To be I'm going the Rams. The Rams, just because of Matthew yeah. Stafford. They are insane this year. I mean, the math, Matthew Stafford's been a great story for them this year. I mean, well, he's the MVP consideration now. Who it's doesn't amazing. love to see that? Everybody loves Matthew it's Stafford. Oh, it, it's a, it is a great story. I will give you that. Love that guy. But before we do mo move on from Rodgers, the whole thing about holistic therapies. I don't know what. I don't even know what that. I is. don't even know what witch doctor this guy is going to. Listen, I. I believe in natural medicine, but I've been to my fair share of witch doctors. Don't need to explain it on this program, but I have been to my fair share of them. It, it, it's like it's pretty hit or miss. You, you get your fair share of uh, of kind of ridiculous stuff going on. So I don't know what this guy was offering, Aaron. I don't know if they were like burning if they, he was like doing like sage rituals, doing whatnot. But goddamn, Aaron, like it, you're pulling at strings. I I don't know if it's like the TB12 method where, where there's the whole pliability and doing all this stuff. But eventually, you, you just have to acknowledge, like you you can do your you can do that little fun stuff as well. But then just go back to the natural medicine and do that yeah, as well. The TB12 method doesn't make you vaccinated. Yeah, no. Really, he thought this was supposed to make him vaccinated, yeah. which like there's just no way that's possible. Yeah. Oh, this, this this is weird. Yeah, he didn't, want, he didn't even want to talk about alternative it. medicine is strange. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, no, I, I Aaron Rodgers is a strange guy, so it makes sense, but it definitely yeah. isn't the vaccine. Oh yeah, All that's right. why he's not playing something. It's, it's, All right. It's, it's nothing. All right, F it. I mean, I, I guess I'll I guess I'll talk about my experience with alternative medicine. Uh, no, oh boy. Oh jeez. Now I I luckily I have I, I have like a SIBO. I am fully vaccinated. I've been I've been with doctors. I've I I trust natural medicine, but I've also because of you know because of certain medical conditions I had when I was I was younger, other options were explored in in an attempt to see what could be done. So it was a little bit of both was being done. I'm I, I didn't do the full on Aaron Rodgers. And let me just say, I think the, that all that most of the holistic medicine is crap, mostly because I went I went to a couple doctors. And they they wave they put mold in front of you, and and when you sneeze, and, and I'm saying, oh, you must be allergic to that. And I'm like, yeah, because it's black freaking mold, you you idiot. Yeah, it's, it's just, and then that'll, that'll kill you. Yeah, I don't want allergic to it. I was also kill you. I was also told by a holistic doctor I was allergic to the color yellow. So I just it's not even the alternative medicine exactly. it, that's confusing me. It. It's how does this alternative medicine like make you think you're vaccinated? Exactly. That's what's puzzling me. Exactly. It's, so, it, it's is, ridiculous. Can you, can you like finagle like, your way? Like, yeah, but like, can you put down work? like, are you vaccinated? Nah, bro. Alternative therapy. Yeah, like you're either like clearly the NFL had, I don't even know. Somebody had to know about this. I don't even know. Oh it's my just God. weird. It's I don't think the NFL thought anyone would try to do that. So I don't even think they were ready for it. And they just kind of <laughs> said, yeah, no, that's, that's well, not. I think especially one of their in. marquee players too. Yeah, but the NFL was probably like alternative what? Yeah. Probably like, what even is that? So you, they were just probably like, um, oh, okay. And then they like, look it up and they're and like, then, oh, this they, is they, weird. They were like, what the hell are you doing, Aaron? Come on. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers with the Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> Honestly, he really was doing some witch doctors some witch doctor stuff that was ridiculous but the other big news in nf in in uh, the nfl which was also crazy is that is that uh henry ruggs has been released by the las vegas raiders and when i ended up hearing why i lost my mind because my jaw dropped uh, yeah dropped. so i didn't there are some storylines that when you see them you just don't believe it when you see it but henry ruggs apparently was involved in a dui that resulted in the death of a 23 year old woman obviously a very tragic event and with the all with the news coming out of this, it's insane. At the time of the 
before, just before the crash, he was going as fast as 156 miles an hour. I didn't even think cars could physically go that fast, like that we sell to people. That's, you know what car he was driving? It, I believe it was a Chevrolet. Yeah. It, why can't my Chevy go that fast? It was like a Chevrolet, like supercar. It's a Chevrolet. It's, oh, a, that's Chev- why. it's a Chevrolet that an NFL player can buy. Exactly. And they, those go faster. But yeah, no, there's really no. I mean, the crash happened going into yesterday morning and then yeah, kind of the news the, yeah the, the news broke yesterday afternoon and yeah uh the raiders yeah they had no choice but to no. release him especially like because I, I will, this isn't getting this isn't going to go away i will no, say going, though he's going to jail listen i will say the release did did come as a surprise as a surprise though not because really? of yes it did and and listen this is why looking back on it you, you can say yes did was this something that probably needed to happen yes but let's be frank how many NFL players have, and frankly, just athletes in general, have been able to do stuff and get away with it? Yeah, but they, Aaron Rodgers when he, anybody. Aaron right. Rodgers when he was in, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Hernandez. I'm, my apologies, Aaron Hernandez when he was at the when he was at the University of Florida, shot a man in the head and got drafted to the Patriots. Guys have been able to get away with a lot. Yeah, but did lot. they know at the time he had already no, shot someone in the head? He like, was never like there was no court cases. Yeah, there like, was nothing. There's a difference between like there are other f- things finding out after the fact and like the police showing up and you're on the scene okay intoxicated out of your mind okay but richard sherman also tried to also tried to okay, batter down yeah. a, batter down like a uh i i don't know if it was his girlfriend he, it was actually like in-law yeah, yeah it, he tried to batter down an in-law's house ah, i was pretty aggressive he tried to batter down someone's house he, he's now playing for the tampa bay yeah, buccaneers no, a I, lot I of guys have, been, have been able to get away with a lot so listen i, the, I, I do agree in the grand that. scheme of things obviously i think that the right thing was done and when you look at it this obviously should have been done i agree yeah. with the decision but sometimes you simply don't know because because of, uh, enough of these teams will, will, will just try to defend until the bitter well, end. I'm glad the Raiders did. They set the precedent. Exactly. Rudy. Exactly. Oh, my God. They, Talk about the poor Well, Raiders. that's why they had no choice. When you uh, – and I know different issues. Exactly. Gruden's was due to things that he said. Rugs was due to physical action. But, you know, they set the precedent to their organization that stuff like that is no longer tolerated mm-hmm. here. And yeah. the second this came out with Rugs, they had no – they had to release him. No, they, absolutely. They got rid of Gruden. There isn't a warning system in in Vegas. It's one strike and you're out. And, and honestly, I'm I'm fine with it because of how egregious this this was. This was insane when this came out. So, I mean, the downfall of the Vegas Raiders has been insane this season. It's only taken what like six games or eight games at this point for them to completely fall off into into this mess. I mean, it's been ridiculous. Let's let's look at the whole Henry Ruggs thing. Yeah, man was traveling 156 miles per hour. Yeah, and I read when the airbags were deployed, he was going 127, which means he slammed on the brakes and he accidentally still couldn't stop going from no, going. Still, yeah, just no, 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 but, but you're talking a man who buddy. slammed on the brakes, reduced his speed immensely and still was going well over triple oh, digits. I'm surprised God. he had the presence to slam on the brakes. Yeah. Being I'm surprised he's alive. Alcohol level was two times the legal limit. I'm surprised Henry Ruggs is alive. Did you see yeah, him get true. wheeled in? Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, he was wheeled in to the courtroom with a neck brace and was wheeled in in a wheelchair yeah. and his face was all cut up. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's a miracle the guy is alive. Yeah, I'm not even going to speculate on how the whole thing played out. I mean, he can, I bet you he doesn't remember a damn thing. Oh, he probably doesn't at all. From from what I heard, he the when he impacted the woman's car, her car exploded. Yeah, it did. I mean, that's just sure. That, that would be my idea of why impact. Henry Ruggs is alive. His car probably just, it was going so fast and, and with the size of it, just probably went through the other car. Like it was nothing. And he just kind of came out on the other side. Not I mean, knowing I'm, what again, happened. Not even going to, that's just a guess, but like you, you hit anything at going 107, 127 miles an hour, you're probably going to keep going. Yeah. Or, you know, there's oh. only a few objects that are going to stop you dead in your tracks. Mm-hmm. He was driving a new Corvette. Yeah. And a Honda ain't one of them. Yeah. Especially if it's not moving. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, I mean, the fact that he was moving like that, it's inc- it was, I mean, just like you think of the word awesome, but in the other sense where it, where you're just in awe of how, like how someone was able to do that. It's just like, it just leaves you in awe. Oh, yeah. I don't know how he walked away from this. I mean, oh my, there is no front end left on this car. Yeah. It is, it is, I, I know, I know somebody that's been in a car wreck like this. Yeah. And the only reason they survived is because they were in a big car, but the same exact thing happened to this. But because the so, car was so big, it just, it just, um, um, what's it called? It um, absorbed like most of the impact. Yeah. 
But this car is tiny, low to the ground. And I have no idea how he walked away from this going yeah. 156. Honestly. Or 127 at this time when he hit the car. But oh my, he's he should be like pranked all to God. Yeah. I mean, I have no idea how he made it out alive from that. So I mean he probably doesn't even know. He doesn't nah, remember I mean, anything. At that at that point, you have no idea what you're doing. No. And and it's I'm, still inexcusable. You shouldn't you shouldn't even be anywhere near a car. But the fact the fact is he had he probably had no idea what what where what planet he was on. No, none. And you know, this is a guy that like his like best friend from high school was killed by a drunk driver. And Ruggs has done like pieces like about that and how it's Jeez. had an impact on him. I mean, it's just, you know, it's as sports fans, it's like, oh man, what a, a young talent that's no longer gonna be playing. But the bigger picture is someone died. Yes. And that's the big. I mean, someone lost their life due to nothing that had to do with their own fault. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah, it's it, crazy to also think what they found in the car. Yeah, a oh, loaded yeah. weapon. Yeah, I want to know where was he going and why was he going so fast. Yeah, but I bet you he doesn't even. Again, no. he I can guarantee you he doesn't even know why. He probably got in the car and immediately floored it. He has no memory of what happened. I just no. don't. I just don't know why it was loaded. Yeah. First of all, uh, I have no idea either. It was just it's good. Something we just will never know. It, it, it was Hopefully ridiculous. We never know. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous to see everything that went down there. I don't know what's going to go on going further. I mean, and it, it, it turns into those things where, you know, you have, there are certain sports stories where you have people that, you know, can cause drama on, like on the quarter on the sports scene. And then you have things that just completely go outside of it. You know, we were yeah. talking about, we were talking about Aaron Rodgers and his vaccination status and being able to play in games. But this is just a completely not other level. Like it's impossible to to really describe and get down to how serious this no, is. No, I mean Aaron Rodgers will not play Sunday. He will probably play next Sunday. Henry Ruggs, if I had to take a guess, played his last down of football. Yes. So, you know, oh no, the there's no guessing. Game. He's done. I mean, yeah, he's done. I mean, you're looking at as like minimum sentence for this in Nevada. It's like two to twenty five years. If yeah, he's getting twenty. I mean, I yeah, I mean, it's 20. not even that. It's just like even. I just don't see how a team goes near this after, even if he is, you know, a free man in five, six years. Honestly, I mean, if I had to guess, he's he's done. And he has to be. No, and your your team doesn't want that headline. No one wants the headline. The headline of you bringing in that guy. But this is also a guy who had a very bright future in the NFL. Oh, it was huge. He was was he was really good. But let me just tell you. I had Calvin Ridley on my fantasy team. Oh, stop oh, it. And then Henry Ruggs. Uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's one of those things where you can't even describe how, like, it, it even goes beyond that at that point. It's just it's like just, this, this whole thing is just crazy. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a very tragic story. There's going to be, I, so I can only guess the development that's the, the developments that come out going forward. Obviously, rest in peace to the woman that was killed. It was a very, mm-hmm. very, very tragic accident, mm-hmm. but it was just absolutely awful to Nothing see. Nothing you ever. It's no, just, no person ever deserves no. to, to go out like and that. And it's no. just like as a just sports fan, you hear you hear, okay, Henry Ruggs in a serious car accident. Your first thought is, oh God, is Henry Ruggs okay? You don't even think about could he be maybe at fault? he's fine. Maybe, yeah. You don't think of somebody yeah, else. It's like, it's like, oh, oh, it's his fault. Oh, someone else died. Oh, that's it, a, he got it hit was, with DUI. It, it's, it keeps getting worse. Exactly. Right? And I think it's just our first instinct is to say, Oh God, let's hope Henry Ruggs is okay. Like when it first came out, you know, if you go like on Twitter and just search Henry Ruggs, you see pray for Henry Ruggs, pray for Henry Ruggs. And then you find out yeah. what, what the actual what cause really is. And it, it, yeah. it completely resets the precedent. But every, every, every like hour, this, this whole situation gets worse. It was absolutely. Henry Ruggs got a DUI. Mm-hmm. Then Henry Ruggs accidentally killed somebody. Yeah. Then the gun was found. And then today the mugshot and the court thing come out. That mugshot is so damning too. That mugshot really it says just, it all. It kind of just says it all. Yeah, it, it really does. It, it it really does. And it's not not a very pretty mugshot either. No. It, it is it, not pretty. I mean, it's it's one of those ones where, where you see it. It's like it's it's like that Tiger Woods-esque mug, mugshot where yep. yeah. it, it was like one of those where, where it just does not look pretty. Mm-mm. And you, you, you kind of have to just say, you know, man, I, I think that the legal system is just going to have to do what they do in this situation. It was a very, very ugly crash. And obviously, once again, rest in peace, the woman that was that was tragically killed. It really just makes you take a step back. Yeah. Life kind of to me. I saw it and I was like, whoa, like mm-hmm. this is just absolutely ridiculous. That's all I can really say. I just honestly have no words. 
Yeah, absolutely. But I think that I think that concludes what we have in terms of the Henry Rugg story. Uh, going forward, uh, Drew, I know that you are going to have to probably bounce out of here in a little bit. So obviously, uh, thank you so much for coming in today. We're, we were so glad to get you on for for this t- for this time on the show. So glad to have you. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me come on. I'm absolutely. sorry to get out here a few minutes early. I got another commitment I got to be at. But uh, yeah, this was a good, good time to come on just because, you know, there was a lot of Absolutely. On the field sports uh, combined with some off the field sports. So absolutely. Um, whenever, you know, as tragic as the, the topic we just talked about is, it, it's always interesting to be able to get different points of view on, mm-hmm. you know, quick rising topics. Because like this is something that as of two nights ago, you know, you, you wouldn't even think about having a talk about on this show. Yeah, no. What, so, if, if, if you had told me two days ago that, that Henry Ruggs would be released, I would, I would not yeah, believe you. So it's always interesting to hear because I always, I'm always quick to have my point of view, but it's always interesting to hear what other people have to say about Absolutely. it. And then, yeah, definitely a good night to come on, you know, World Series ends and, you know, some pretty big off the field issues too in, in the world of sports. I know you guys Absolutely. are going to get back to some of the on the field issues after I hop out of here, but um, yeah, I appreciate you guys bringing me on and um yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and um, I know you guys always put on a good show here. Um, you guys are on two nights. Two yeah, nights, Wednesdays, yeah, so. Wednesdays and Fridays yeah. from 7 to 8. So I know you guys always put on a good show. You guys have been doing it, I think, since you were a freshman, right? Yeah, yeah since so I- this is your third year. I mean, I've been doing my show for three years hey. now, and um, yeah. I always see all the ads for, for this show and I'm glad I was able to at least get on. So, um, yeah, I'm going to get out of here, but I, I thank the two of you for allowing me to come Absolutely on. Absolutely, uh, Drew. What a guy. Drew Chelly, everyone. Thank you so much for coming in, man. We'll we'll definitely try to get you back on again. Uh, But Tyler, obviously the, with, with Drew stepping out now, the, some of the bigger stories that we want to do that, that I also want to touch on in the NFL for in the NFL today is you, you alluded at it earlier in the show and it was that the LA Rams traded for Von Miller. I love this, Uh, that this trade, man. I love it. I love it. it, It's ridiculous. I mean, I I remember seeing the headline, the headline for this story on Monday, I'm walking back from class and I'm seeing people, I'm seeing people say this and I physically could not believe it. I was like, I was trying to wrap my head around Von Miller, actually being Von Miller, actually leaving the Denver Broncos. I, I, I couldn't even process it. It's just for like, to put it into perspective, it's, it's for people that live in Denver. It's, equivalent to it i mean it's kind of like tom brady for like just for boston fans i feel like but it's just it's ridiculous yeah. because that's that's their that's, Denver that's their football. franchise guy that's broncos football that he definition of broncos football absolutely and to see him go to another team he he he's always he, he tweeted or something like that he's, okay. he's always going to be a bronco mm-hmm. and he's he's he loves he loves the, the the state the the city everything absolutely but I love this move. The LA and Rams it, are it, going all freaking exactly. in right now. We, we said it before, and I love it because I'm a Matthew Stafford <laughs> fan. I'm so happy for this man. This man finally gets out of Detroit, and he's on a, a, a loaded oh, yeah. LA Rams team. So you got Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Jalen Ramsey, just the big three names in that defense, everybody else in that defense is a stud. Absolutely. I mean, but those are just to name. They're just stacked now. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, Matthew Stafford goes from having one of the worst organizations in football to having an organization that is doing every single possible thing to put him in a winning position. He has, I mean, frankly, he's never had a situation like this before. And I'm so glad for him because you know, he had a team around him. He got, he was getting screwed out in Detroit every single freaking year. Yeah. And he had Calvin Johnson too. And they still managed to screw that up. Yeah. the, the Detroit Lions made Calvin Johnson hate football enough that he retired instead of instead of saying, "Oh, I'll just go play somewhere else." He t- he talks about his body and everything else, but when you talk when when you've heard Calvin Johnson talk, he's he's talked a lot about the about the way the Lions handled it and how it screwed and how basically they they forced him into retirement. My my question is, why did it take Stafford so long to leave, and why didn't Calvin Johnson? Listen, Leave. Matthew Stafford's a loyal guy, and uh, I think Calvin Johnson Johnson was also tied into a contract the Lions were not willing to take him out of. They were they were demanding way too much for him in trades, and he, he was basically just saying like this is pointless. Yeah, it, it was bad. And he just he just you hate to see it because Calvin Johnson is one of the greatest receivers I've ever seen. Play. Oh yeah, you throw the ball up, and he's got an eighty to tw- it's an, he's got an eighty percent chance to come down with it. Oh yeah, that's unheard of. He's yeah, like, no, he was the Randy Moss. He, he was equivalent to Randy Moss when Randy Moss was burst onto the he scene. He was a freak. I mean, he's, he's what he's six six. Yeah, huge. No, he and he, he runs just as fast as a guy who's like five eight. Yeah, no, he's a freak of nature. And I mean, he 
you know, the way Detroit has handled things this year, that they haven't won a game this year. They've been atrocious. They've been terrible. And it shows you Jared Goff is a system quarterback. Yeah. But with this defense, who are you going to double team? Aaron Donald or Von Miller? Because if you double team Aaron Donald, Von Miller is going to win. And if you don't double team Aaron Donald, he's going to win. Yeah. Aaron Donald. I, I think you have to, yeah, I think so, you have to double team Aaron Donald. So it's either just based on the fact that he's Aaron freaking Donald. Yeah. I listen, Von Miller is that dude, but you have to double team Aaron. Yeah, Donald. So it's, you it, can't survive if you don't double team Aaron. Donald. Exactly. But you double team Aaron Donald, who is going to be free and who's or not, who's going to be free, but who's gonna, probably going to beat their, their blocking. Yeah. Von Miller. Mm-hmm. And you don't double team Aaron Donald. Who's going to forklift the center into the quarterback, Aaron yeah. Donald. Yeah. I, the, the other thing I'm excited about this move too, is for the past couple of years in Denver, Aaron, Don, I, not Aaron Donald, Von Miller, rather yeah. he's, he's been solid, but he's been kind of stagnant What this move kind of reminds me of is you remember when Blake Griffin got traded from, got traded from the Pistons to the, to the nets last year. Yeah. And it, or rather he signed with them. And for a lot of people, a lot of people were saying, listen, Blake Griffin's done. He's washed. He can't do it no more. And frankly, there, that was a valid argument. And because a lot of people were saying, listen, he even tried to change up his style. He developed a three-point shot, but he couldn't do it anymore. He's old, washed up. But yeah. Blake Griffin, when, when he got to the Nets, the man started dunking again. He, he was showing he was ha- flashes. He, look like he was happy again. He was happy again. And he was trying again. I think that, listen, I don't, I'm not going to doubt that. I'm not going to doubt that Von Miller wasn't trying as a Bronco, but I think he's going to have a little bit extra juice now. Change, change of scenery. Well, a lot. well, now that he's playing for a title again, I, I, I think he's going to go, Hey, I have a little, I have a little more to prove now. I'm, I'm not just going for a contract. I'm going for a chip. I, I got to put spark it, is back. I got to put it all out on the table. I'm, I want to be in the best shape of my life. And I think that's actually going to inspire him to be, you know, that guy again, which I'm really excited for. I, I can say from experience, you know, a change of scenery, you know, come for me coming out of college to mm. swim was a great change of scenery. And I'm like, I'm competing now Absolutely. for like a championship. It's, it's a big, it, it just sparks you again, makes you love your sport once again. And he's going to a, a Rams team that's winning blowing yeah. out their opponents and doing has a star and, quarterback and is all in for this season. All in. They have a great head coach, a great front office, apparently. And what, and they're in LA. What player apparently I wouldn't want to play in LA, <laughs> but what player doesn't want to go play in Los Angeles? Yeah. Apparently I mean, everybody wants to go play in LA. I mean, it, it makes sense. You have, you have the great weather all year round. You have, you have the publicity, you have the market out there. It, it's, it, huge it's the perfect market. situation. Listen, huge for Matthew Stafford to go to go from like the to go from like the hellscape that is Detroit to the box office and you know large Hollywood scale that is LA. It, it's been a change. It's been amazing for him and for and for, De- and for Von Miller to go from from freezing cold Denver to the sh- to the bright to the bright lights of to the bright lights of LA. It's going to be great for him too. I'm really excited about this move, and I think the Rams are going to be. In incredible shape going forward. But, but here, here's it's, here's it's, the thing: if they sell out this year and they don't win a chip, they're going to look pretty foolish. Because they, listen, because oh, listen, Von Miller is a free agent at the end of the season. All this just to beat a 44 year old. Yeah, all this to yeah, exactly. All this to lose in an NFC Championship game. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> listen, the Rams, if they're doing this, they they know it's Super Bowl or bust this year. Because if they if they just gave up two, if they just gave up two of their top two of their top draft picks for a guy who's going to be gone and on a rental contract. Listen, he could resign, but you're that that's it's a rental. You're giving up your second and a third for a rental. And if it yeah. doesn't pay off in a Super Bowl, you're going to look pretty damn foolish. Oh, they are. And they are they're going to get a, a lot more years out of Stafford. So that's oh, yeah. not the part I'm concerned about. It's the Von Miller. It's thing. the selling of your future. Yes. Listen, it, you can you, if, can you can bring in a gun, a young guy who's going to grow into Von Miller, mm-hmm. but you're going in, you want Von, you want the guy now. Yeah. So it's trade for Von Miller. And I, I, I think he's going to play really well because I just, it's nice for him. It's going to be, like I said, a nice change of scenery. Yeah. Spark is back, but I think it's, he's going to be having fun. Oh yeah. He's going to be I, I think winning he too. on a great team with a great, great supporting cast around him. Cause and listen, when, when he has great defensive pieces around him, he also steps up as a leader as well. Yeah. Because when, um, when they won Super Bowl 50, DeMarcus Ware was there, TJ Ward, Akeem Tlaib and um, Char- Charles Harris or Chris Harris, Chris Harris mm-hmm. was on the other side of Tlaib. And that's just a, a loaded defense. And now he's got that defense again. Mm-hmm. Scott, no, yeah. cause doesn't Chris Harris play for the Rams or does he play for the Chargers? Uh, oh, that's Chargers. Yeah. Never mind. But anyway, he's got Jalen Ramsey there. He's got Aaron Donald. 
in the middle. And I'm pretty sure, is it Leonard, Leonard Floyd still there? I believe so, yeah. He's a young star. No, they're, who, needed, they're, who needed the right situation and the right coaching staff? Mm-hmm. And my God, he got it. So <laughs> kudos to him. But this defense is going to be unstoppable. I, I honestly don't know how you can stop this team, but I know one person that can, TB12. Tom Brady. I'm, so that, that, that's, like, the, that's, the only, that's the only guy who's going to be stopping him this year. Yeah, so like you said, it, they're, they're Super Bowl or bust. But they also got young guys. Mm-hmm. That, that offense, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Cooper Cup, I'm pretty sure, leads the league in receiving yards. Yeah. Or as close to He's it. He's been a monster this year. Yeah. And Robert Woods is amazing. Van Jefferson. I don't know how old he is, but he's yeah. young. And um, Daryl Henderson. Yeah. Stud. <laughs> so he's, he, he got like two touchdowns or something this weekend. And it, mm-hmm. it's, it's awesome. This whole team is amazing. And there's, there's not a lot of old, old guys yeah. on the team. They're getting guys that still have a little bit left in their prime, mm-hmm. like Von Miller. Yeah. And they traded for Jalen Ramsey, who was in his prime. Yeah. And Stafford, who's still at the tail end of his prime. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, this, this team is exciting to watch. Up, I can't wait for playoffs. They're set up for a Tampa Bay type for a Tampa Bay type run where 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 they just sell out and go for it. I hope that yeah. they I hope that, you know, I'm, I hope that they do all love to Tom Brady, but I hope he doesn't win. I want it to be the Rams. Listen, I it, it'd be it'd be a cool story for them to sell out and win it all and you know just and then completely just collapse into obscurity afterwards because that's usually how it goes. But in the case that, but, you know, obviously as, uh, as us being Patriots fans, you know, you wish for them to do well too, but the, the Rams are, the Rams are shaping up to have so many great stories going forward. Matthew Stafford, especially being one, especially being my favorite of them. But before we, before we uh, do end up going down to the wire, I, I did want to I did want to talk about Mac Jones and the Patriots and, their, and love their... Mac Jones <laughs> Mac and cheese baby yeah. they had a they had a great what win a over the Chargers over the Chargers on Sunday one which I wasn't expecting going in, into into that weekend because Justin Herbert has been rolling the, the Chargers have been great and the Patriots let's be frank this year their their three wins were against were against the Jets twice and the Houston Texans where they were even challenged in that game no, get so, out of here get out of here so going forward so going into that Chargers game I mean. How can how could you not have been skeptical? I was I was not skeptical at all. Really? Nope. How are you not skeptical? Because Bill Belichick was going up against a young quarterback. Okay. How many how many times how many games has he won against young quarterbacks? He's like he's like ten and two. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure those two were like Patrick Mahomes. And, and I think it was Lamar Jackson was the other. Exactly. Those guys what? are studs. But not saying Herbert's not a stud because he is. But. I liked our odds because we almost beat the Tampa Bay Bucks, mm. and we went, we went, like I said, we went toe to toe with Tom Brady and the Bucks. Mm. We went toe to toe with Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, and we came. Both of those games came down to the wire. <laughs> Thank you for the name drop. And I was like, if this team plays as well as it can, they have a chance. Absolutely. And that chance is they can win the game. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, what happens? Mac Jones started off started off pretty well, oh, but yeah. then he kind of fell off a little bit he wasn't making he wasn't completing as many passes and he was beating himself up and then all of a sudden um the third quarter rolls around and he finds his groove again yeah and he looked like a stud he was completing passes he was you know dumping it down to people but he's making the smart decisions Mm -hmm. that's what separates him from all these other young quarterbacks he's not making dumb throws and you can see it who's making dumb throws in the nfl right now patrick mahomes Mm -hmm. he's doing too much with the ball Young quarterbacks are known for doing that. When they yeah. come in, they're trying to do too much because they know who they are and yes. what they did in college. Mac Jones isn't doing that. They're like, do what you're comfortable. If you don't see anything, throw it away. Take the set. It's not going to be the end of the world if you take a sack. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. We'd rather that than throwing it pick or fumble the ball. Yeah. And I love the confidence on this kid. And I, I love everything about Mac Jones. He screams New England Patriots. But this win was huge. This puts us... We're, we're in the hunt for the playoffs. We're yes. four and four. And I think we're ranked. I don't even know who we're ranked behind. But we're, listen, we're, 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 we're right there with it. the Chiefs. And we're the in it now, which, which, listen, I think this Chargers win, it was, a, it was a step in the right direction for us. It gives me much more confidence going into these, going into these games against Cleveland and the Panthers and a, lot, and a lot more of these other teams, which I didn't have confidence against going up against them earlier. I'm still not you know, totally confident, but I have a little more faith going forward with this team. Now they got to prove it to me. They have to, they have to show, they have to show that they're building towards something. This can't be just some yeah. fluke win that they have over a good team. And they, and they absolutely fold down the stretch. You need to prove that you're actually building towards something this season. The only, 
downside I see with this New England team is the defense. Yes. They, they've been giving up too many points. Mm-hmm. And granted, Mac Jones has been putting points up on the board, but he's got to step up. He's, he's a rookie. There's only so many times that he, or so many times he can consistently put up points on the board before mm-hmm. you eventually see, oh, there's the rookie in Mac Jones. Yes. And we saw it against the Saints. Mm-hmm. There's the rookie. And I can guarantee you they sat down because I haven't seen any mistakes out of him or very few mistakes that he made against New Orleans, mm-hmm. like throwing picks, you know, not taking a sack, throwing the interception. Yeah. Granted, a lot of those, most of the picks haven't been his. They've been like fumbles, you know, all these things. But I, I love, I just love everything that they're doing. I don't have any problems with the offense because once they're rolling, they're hard to stop. Yeah. And he's been throwing it deep lately. Nelson Aguilar has been getting open. Ke- um, Kendrick Bourne has been getting open. Yes. They've been doing some trick plays. Kendrick Bourne threw a touchdown to Nelson Aguilar against the Jets. Yeah. And it's, it's just nice what to I, see. What I don't want it to become, though, is, is that they have to rely on those trick plays every single week to win. I love them. Oh, no. I, I love them, and I, I, love, I love the little fanciness that they do. I, I always like seeing, seeing those little clips on Instagram, and I like seeing it on NFL Network and, and everything in, in every which way. But I don't want that to be – that's the only way we win because eventually you do go through your entire playbook and you no. lose that. See, that's the thing. That's where you're wrong. I, I was reading something the other day. Their playbook is – way deeper than you think it's and deep. i think and i this put the clues together as to why this is the hardest playbook to learn in the nfl it's huge they they go they use plays that they haven't used since 2001 mm. and they're still in the rotation we still might need this i think that's why this playbook is one of the hardest in the nfl it's massive mm-hmm. i can and like Listen, for example it, it, who, who couldn't learn the playbook shadow chosinko mm. just just for an example uh, I can guarantee you Reggie, Reggie Wayne was here for a little bit and he said the playbook was hard. Yeah. And it, I don't think they're going to run out of place to run and they're coming up with, this is last year with Cam Newton. They had to come up with a completely new playbook because of the style of, the, of play, mm. which I wasn't a big fan of. Cause it just obviously didn't work because Cam Newton's old. Yeah. But now they're going back to the Tom Brady, what Tom Brady could do. Yes. Who was there? Who was here before Tom Brady drew blood. So they're, they all play the same style of football mm-hmm. and, you know, the pocket passers, they're big and they have great arm talent. Yeah. Not as, it's not as some as the other guys, but they're also all three of those guys smart as can be. Yeah. He's making smart decisions. And as a rookie, you love to see it. Yeah. I do. Zach too. Wilson making mistakes. Trevor Lawrence making mistakes. This guy looks like a seasoned vet out there. <laughs> and I, I, I love this Patriots team and I think they're playoff contenders. But they need to win these next couple of games, especially the game against Cleveland. Absolutely. They're going to have to really step up here. But, Tyler, it, it does appear that we are now down to the wire. So, I, you know, unfortunately did have to break that on you. It is 7.57 over here in the Koffler Center. So hey. we're going to do a quick little rundown of things that we talked about in this episode. But first, Tyler, I did talk about this with you earlier, and I did want to discuss this on the show. So, first of all, Tyler – and for many of you guys, for many of you guys who have been listening, Tyler has been on for has been on episodes with us for many for, for with has been on us for for many episodes now. At this point, he came on during during the semester as you know originally as kind of a guest host, and then you know he blew me away during our first interview. And I I did ask him to come back for many more episodes. And I would like to announce that Tyler is now officially joining Down to the Wire as as my official co-host. Tyler, I'm so glad to have you on here with obviously you, me, and then Tyler Tucker, who is my, who is the other co-host of the show. He is, he's over in Connecticut, but Tyler, thank you so much for becoming a part of the show. I'm really glad to have, to have you on as a part of this program. You know what? I appreciate you asking me. And when you asked me, I like, I called, I called my parents. I was like, you're not <laughs> going to believe this. And they were like, that is awesome. I yeah. called all my cousins knew. And they were like this, he he's doing what he wants to do. And they all told me, they're like, you seem so happy doing it. All my friends told me they're like, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah. this is awesome. And I'm like, you know what? Having a good time doing it, doing it with a great kid and Brian. And it's, it's, it's a great time. I, I love it. And it's, that's all I can really say. It, this is, it's so fun. Listen, it's, man, it's a good I, time. I wouldn't offer, the, I wouldn't offer the position up, up to anyone if I, if I didn't think they deserved it. I think that you bring a great element to the show. I think that you're funny. I think that you bring, I appreciate uh, that. I think you have a great sense of knowledge. And I think that you have been an, a, a great ad for this, for this show. And I'm glad to have you on as a, as an official member of the, of the team. I appreciate but, it. 
but with it now being down to the wire, I am once again, I'm so thankful for having you here, but with it now being down to the wire, I do want to discuss some of the things that we talked about in this episode. Obviously, Tyler, run it back. obviously Tyler and I welcomed in Drew Chelly to the show. He had to take off though, however, so he will not be part of the final of the final send off. But we discussed the great life of Red Sox color commentator Jerry Remy, as well as the Braves winning the World Series in our MLB segment. ATL, baby. It was a great day for America's favorite baseball team. And in NFL news, we talked about Aaron Rodgers being out Sunday as he has tested positive for COVID-19 and reportedly lied about his vaccination status in when it came Additionally, we talked about Henry Ruggs being released by the Oakland Raiders after a DUI that resulted in, in the death of a 23-year-old woman. Very, very tragic story there. Ruggs you hate was, to see that. Ruggs, not are, a way to Ruggs go are reportedly going 156 miles an hour just seconds before the crash. We also discussed Von Miller to the LA Rams, as well as Mac Jones and the New England Patriots taking down the, Mac taking, and cheese, taking baby. Down the Los Angeles Chargers. It was a great win. Amazing day for, and just incredible news stories coming out today. It was ridiculous but i can't believe i can't believe everything that came out today it has been remarkable the amount of stories that we've seen so far so i can't i hope that i hope that we see, continue to see this news cycle continue going forward but from down to the wire i'm brian costa i'm tyler stringfellow and we will see you guys next time take care peace out